Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, significant shortfalls in the supply of vaccines in June are not expected to affect the plans to reopen the country. And that's indeed what the Taoiseach, the Taunashta and others have been saying over the weekend. A big reduction of the J&J shot is expected to impact the vaccination programme in June. And you might have noticed that uh, the government's target of 80% plus of us having either had a first dose or been offered it, Uh, by the end of June, was quietly dropped over the weekend. They're now talking uh, about uh, 60% of us being fully vaccinated with both shots, if necessary, by the end of July. Um, And the HSE boss, Paul Reid, also says that at best, deliveries of AstraZeneca in the coming weeks will be half of what was expected. So what does all of this mean? Uh, Well, Dr. Rose Fitzgerald, specialist in public health medicine with HSC uh, Midwest here in the Limerick region is on the line. Good morning to you, Rose. Morning, Joe. Now, as I said, I was out myself and I got uh, the first jab of Moderna over the weekend. Uh, found it a very smooth exercise, I have to say, and well done to all involved uh, in it. But clearly, you can only put into people's arms the supplies that you have. Yes, absolutely. Um, as you say, there, ha- there are some delays uh, and the amount of vaccine both the AstraZeneca and the Janssen vaccine that we can expect in the month of June is less than we would have planned for. And obviously that is going to impact on the targets. It's going to impact on the number uh, of people who we can protect with vaccination. Um, But I suppose it is important that when people do get their appointments for vaccination that they attend or else they contact the clinic to make them sure and make them aware that they won't be able to attend and then maybe somebody else can get the vaccine instead. By the way, Rose, is it the case that when you go on online to register and you know your age comes or whatever, that there's a possibility that it'll time out? Or once you're above the age, will you always be able to go on and register, even if you're late? Yes. So if if say if it says that everybody over 49 can register, then if you hadn't previously registered and you're 60, for example, then you can register at that stage as well. And what are GPs doing right now? Are they helping down the age cohorts in general in the Limerick region? So as far as I'm aware, the GPs are vaccinating those at high risk of severe COVID. So they would probably be vaccinating uh, younger people as well. Right, but, but not in terms of general age ranges. That's being done in either the Mass Vaccination Centre in the Radisson or if, depending on your air code, you might be closer at the moment to perhaps the one in Mallow or Nina or wherever. Yes, so the, vac- the Mass Vaccination Centres are doing the age cohort. Any sense of when pharmacists might get involved? We've spoken to some pharmacists about it and, and they have been doing certain training and, and all of that, Rose. Well, I suppose that really is an issue of a contract between corporate HSE and the pharmacists. I'm not in any way involved in that. 
Right. We're chatting to Dr. Rose Fitzgerald, who's a specialist in public health medicine with HSE uh, Midwest. Um, and, you know, I certainly found it a very straightforward process. Uh, I obviously had gone online and registered, turned up. And in fairness, it was running on time. My appointment was for 25 past six out there and arrived a few minutes beforehand, went through the system, were asked various questions, the things you'd expect to be asked, verifying that I was who I said I was. Then I got a pamphlet. Now, um, the text that I'd been sent also gave me links to find out about uh, vaccination in general and the Moderna vaccine, which was the one that um, I was getting because it just happened to be in the rotation. Through, um, got the jab, didn't take any time at all. And then you have to just sit there, obviously, for 15 minutes just to make absolutely sure you haven't had any sudden reaction to it. Yes, um, it is important that people stay to be observed after they've had the vaccine for people who previously had allergic type problems, uh, they may be asked to stay for 30 minutes after vaccination. Just to be sure. Yeah, make sure that they're okay before they leave the centre. And what's your sense of the take-up? Are most people who have an appointment using that appointment and getting the vaccine? Yes, uh, most people um, are. I mean, obviously, sometimes they can't uh, attend for appointments and would have to change them. Um, and I think in general that the uh, vast majority of the population are willing to take the vaccine. I suppose we haven't got to the stage where we're vaccinating uh, the under 40s yet. Um, so we don't get a, a sense of whether they're likely to uh, take up the vaccine um, in the same numbers as older people. Obviously, obviously, we know that older people are more likely to have severe covid so I suppose they are more likely um, to be willing to take the vaccine. Yeah. And the other thing that was pointed out to me right at the end is that when I come back in 28 days' time, because I had Moderna, it won't be the vaccination centre at the Radisson. It's moving to the race course in Patrick's well over the next week or two. Is that right? Yes. Uh, there are a couple of reasons. I suppose the hospitality industry is opening up, so the Radisson can expect to uh, be able to return to its usual business and also the race course has a greater capacity. Um, so they will be able to deal with more people in that venue than in the Radisson. And we've been hearing about shuttle bus facilities being made available from the city and from uh, other areas around the county as well to get to there um, on the basis, of course, of the air code. And that's important to point out that uh, you will be asked to go to the one closest um, uh, to you. And, and as a general principle then right now, is it mainly a Moderna and Pfizer that's been given in the Limerick region? Yes, uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine that's available is being used for second doses for people who have previously had a first dose of AstraZeneca. Because the AstraZeneca um, uh, deliveries are going to be reduced, it is important that um, we keep the, the vaccine that's available for second doses. So, Rose, what do you expect to happen then in the Limerick area over the next week to two because of the shortfall in vaccine supply? Well, uh, I mean, like you said earlier, we can only administer the vaccines that we have. So appointments will be given to people um, as as the vaccine uh, is available. It's the same, it'll be the same cohort uh, throughout the country. So um, the 45 to 49-year-olds um, are being vaccinated now. Um, and then when more vaccine becomes available, it will move to the younger age groups, the 40 to 44. 
Okay, so currently the 40 to 44 portal is not open. It's not, I, as far as I'm aware, it isn't. Right. Um, and clearly that's, you know, as important as one could imagine because, you know, you need to get down to the younger age groups for all sorts of reasons, including the fact we know that socialising and all of that is happening among the younger people. They may not, they could, but they may not get as seriously ill, but obviously they can spread it. Yes. So they can transmit it um, and they are far more uh, likely to be socialising and may have um, more numbers of people that they would be in contact with. So it is important that we get to vaccinating the younger people as well. And finally for now, Dr Rose Fitzgerald, um, reopening obviously, um, going ahead with some pace now in June. The concerns from Dublin, Cork and Galway about crowds, the spike here in Limerick. What's your sense of things in the coming weeks? Okay, so yes, certainly numbers have gone up in the Midwest um, in recent weeks. Uh, If we go back two or three weeks ago, we were seeing um, 20 to 25 cases a day um, in the Midwest. So um, the vast majority of them in Limerick. Um, Over the last week, we're seeing uh, around about 60 cases a day in the Midwest, most of them in Limerick. So certainly there has been an increase. We're seeing transmission in workplaces. We're seeing transmission in schools. Um, We've seen uh, a number of cases in the hairdressing and beauty therapy type of settings. And also we're seeing um, transmission in households and where there have been uh, gatherings um, in households. So we are seeing transmission as people are moving about more. Do you have any sense yet of the figures from the weekend in the Limerick area? Uh, yeah. Um, we ha- in, the, in Limerick, we had, I think it was 53 cases on... Um, Saturday and on Sunday it was 60. Right, so those levels are at the higher end as we were seeing throughout last week. So unfortunately so far, now I understand there's more testing going on as well and the walk-in centres have been available, but at the same time it is worrying. Yes, it is. It's a huge concern. Um, And like as you say, the younger people, um, even though they may not be sick themselves, they may pass the infection on to older people who are more likely to have a, a poor outcome. Um, and obviously some young people do end up in hospital as well. And we have had uh, young people hospitalised, uh, people in their 20s and 30s, and we have had young people in ICU. So um, if you have large numbers of people infected, it will um, it will mean that we'll have more people admitted to hospital with COVID and we will have more people uh, in ICU as well with COVID infection. And, and Rose, I mean, what are the tools in the arsenal then from a public health point of view to try to stop the figures we're seeing daily? And as I say, worrying figures you've just revealed again from the weekend. Well, from our point of view with the contact tracing, identifying the cases and their contacts and giving the uh, appropriate advice uh, to the contact. Um, which obviously is that they need to um, to be isolated and they need to um, to go for testing as well. It, for the general population, it's to limit your 
contacts, the number of contacts you have, and particularly to avoid close contact. So we need to continue, particularly with social distancing, we need to continue wearing masks where we're not able to socially distance. So we need to wear masks uh, indoors in shops. We need to wear masks at work. And the other um, way we're going to prevent the high numbers of COVID is the vaccination programme. The vaccination really is the key. It's getting as many people as we can immune. Um, In Israel, they've got around about 60% of their population vaccinated and really they're very, very little transmission at the moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much. We wanted to give it a bit of time this morning because it is worrying. Um, You've revealed um, very high figures again uh, for Limerick over the weekend and uh, clearly vaccinated or not, we need to listen to the public health advice. Thank you very much, Dr. Rose Fitzgerald, specialist in public health medicine here in the Limerick region. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.